Welcome to Determined to Disciple, a working mom's mission to raise disciples of Jesus. This podcast is designed to explore ways to intentionally disciple the precious children in our lives to love the Lord while navigating the unique challenges of being a full-time working mom. I'm Erin, a full-time working mom of three, and I'm your host. Welcome back to Determined to Disciple. As I was editing this episode, I learned that someone very dear to me passed away. I want to dedicate this episode to her. Stephanie always said the best is yet to come. She is now in the very best place in the whole world, wrapped in the arms of Jesus. In this week's episode, I talk with Portia Mejia. Portia has an amazing heart for the Lord. She reminds us that we are created for God's glory. Each one of us are uniquely created in his image. Let's get started. Woohoo! <laughs> okay, so let's just start by just tell us a little bit about your business. Okay, so um, I make polymer clay earrings that are unique and they're lightweight and they really just remind women that they are uniquely handmade by God for his glory. I love that. So like what made you want to start doing this? Um, The Lord put on our hearts to move from Texas to Georgia and my husband and I were praying about careers, like what are we going to do when we get out there and I just felt like the Lord was confirming that this is what I want you to do. And I'm like, I'm not an entrepreneur. I've never owned my own business. This isn't something I set out to do. It was just like a leap of faith. Like, okay, Lord, if this is what you want me to do, then you're going to equip me and I'll, I'll do it. I'll do what you want me to do. And so that's, that was in November of 2019 and we moved January 2020 to Georgia. And very soon after that is when all the COVID stuff happened and the shutdown happened. And um, we were all in quarantine and it was, you experienced it, you know, what it was like. And it was scary. Yeah. It was new. Everything was different. Everything was shut down. And I... of course, online shopping blew up. And mom and pop shops were closing down, you know, in the neighborhoods, but the online business was booming and I'm on Etsy and Instagram and Facebook. So people were placing orders. I was getting sold out out of nowhere. was not expecting that at all. People are wanting to place orders for their mom for mother's day and they can't see their sister. So they wanted something Mm -hmm. unique and handmade and, I just felt like overwhelmed because it it was something I wasn't expecting, but also just so fortunate that I could make something for people that would just bring them a little bit of joy during this confusing, crazy time. And um, there was also all of the the racial tension Mm -hmm. going on during the summer last year and people wanted to support black owned businesses. And I wasn't promoting that label but I just happened to fall in that category. So people were reaching out to me, how can I support your business and, and placing orders? And that was very unexpected and unplanned wow. for. So it was a huge blessing in itself. And, and making these earrings also kept me busy because we were all 
in our home, all of us together, my husband and I and our two boys, and we hadn't been together like that in <laughs> pretty much never right. for so long. And um, so it just keeping my hands busy, keeping my mind focused on something positive was also just helpful for my soul, for my mind, for my body, just to stay busy and just, I don't know, to have something that I could control and and work on. That was, it was a huge blessing for me. And it started off as kind of like a side hustle, you could say, but mm -hmm. it morphed into a ministry and mm -hmm. that I wasn't expecting. I, I went from taking pictures of earrings and trying to sell them, excuse me, trying to sell them online to just encouraging women with words that God was, with lessons that God was just teaching me um, through the clay, just having the clay in my hands and going through the process of what it goes, what it takes to make the earring itself with the, just the pressing and the cutting and, and then putting it in the oven and the heat and just learning all the, the steps that it takes to make the earrings and the sanding and the drilling. Like I felt mm -hmm. like the Lord was, was doing that in my own life and, and it was painful, but he was just kind of teaching me things that, that I needed to know. And I felt like I needed to share and it, and it may sound silly, like I'm learning lessons with no. the clay and look, these earrings taught me about Jesus, but in a way they were, and they still are. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's the most exciting part of it. Just what God teaches me through the whole process. And, yeah. and even through being an entrepreneur, I have to depend on him so much because I've never done it before. But um, anyway, yeah. So yeah, it morphed from just money to ministry, which yeah. I'm so, so thankful that it did because in my own flesh, you know, you want to try to make money or whatever, but God had other plans and was like, no, I need you to focus on this. And I want you to encourage these women and, Oftentimes, you know, you type up things and you think nobody needs to, nobody wants to hear this or whatever, but then someone will tell you in person or send you a message and say that really, that really encouraged me. And that's, that's the mission. That's what it's about. And yeah. it's just, it's a blessing. That's a huge blessing. That is a huge blessing for sure. So you've titled your company for his glory earrings. So what is the like, the why behind the title. How did you come up with that? Yes. So <clears throat> at the time that I started the business, we were, um, I was kind of doing a children's catechism with my boys. And um, like the, uh, the first few questions were, who made you? Well, God made me. And why did he make you for his glory? And that just, it really just stuck with me. And um I wanted, I didn't want to receive the glory for anything that I created, even though no matter how beautiful it may appear or, or look, I, I just wanted to point people to God, like, okay, don't, you know, don't look at me. <laughs> Let's look at him, you know, like, oh yeah, this is nice, but it's for him. It's, it's all about him. And what is for his glory, for his glory is it's, um, to bring God glory means to show him off, to point others to him. We're basically a walking billboard. Um, it's all about bringing 
fame to his name. It's making him look good. And growing up, I never really thought about that. Um, I would wear, you know, suggestive clothes or shirts with ridiculous phrases on them, not really thinking about how this reflects on me or how it reflects on God. It was just like, I just felt like wearing it. I think it's cute, so I'm going to wear it. But as I grew older, I learned that I'm representing God wherever I go, how I dress, how I carry myself, the words I say, how I parent in, in my marriage. Like it's all glorifying God. So even the earrings that I wear can glorify God and how I serve my family at home. And, and when I work outside the home, even like it's, it's all glorifying God. And so my mission in my mission statement, the, the verse says um, is first Corinthians 10 31, which says do everything for the glory of God. So that's working, that's resting, that's serving, that's raising your kids, that's the clothes you wear to the earrings that you wear, do it all for God's glory. Um, so that's, that's the main thing. And um, I mean, what, what else does bringing God glory mean? Um, from Genesis chapter 1, 27, it says that God created human beings in his own image. Man and woman, we were created for God's glory in his image. Um, 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 through 10 say that we are a chosen people. We're royal priesthood. We're holy, God's very own special possession. We are God's people. Therefore, we bring God glory. We're God's masterpiece. In Ephesians, it says we're created new in Christ to do good works. He knows everything about us. Psalms 139 states, um, he knows everything about us, but he still loves us. And he knitted us together in our mother's womb. He, We're fearfully and wonderfully made. And we bring God glory by just being who we are. Being yeah. uniquely created in his image. He didn't make cookie cutter women. Like not, we, he didn't want us to all be the same. And that's okay if we're different. We're unique and that brings God glory. So that's that's what for his glory is really all about the heart behind it that's the heart behind it just reminding women that they were uniquely made for god's glory yeah yeah i love that i love it i was uh listening to a podcast earlier this week and um it was he was talking i think it was even do you know john mark comer do you do you listen to no. any okay he um it has a church out in i don't even know Washington somewhere but whatever so he was talking about like the power of like holy intent so like just looking at life with this like intentional just heart behind it which is what you're doing right like you're thinking about creating these these beautiful earrings and just the way that you interact with, with these women it's just with such intention behind it and that's just so important um I read a book by uh Jess Connolly uh, you are the girl for the job. And, and she mentions that you have an influence, like no matter how big or small your people that you are able to reach, you're influencing those people. 
so how are you going to do it? Like, what are you saying to them? What, and how are you pouring into those people? So it's, yeah, I feel like I have to steward this platform well, because it's, it's what God has given me to do for such a time as this, you know, for, for right now, anyway, until he says, okay, you know, I'm done with, with using you here. Let's move on to this now, which is fine. But I don't know that, yes, you have to be, I have to be intentional with the space that he has us in right now. This is like our little mission field, you know? Yeah, no, totally. We're reaching people that we may never know. Yeah. But anyway. (laughs) No, totally. So you talked about just, um, like that we're cre- obviously we're created for his glory and you talked about, you know, being fearfully and wonderfully made has. So this is like a huge passion and, and you can hear just the heart that you have for this, you know, this mission in your business and with the women that you interact with. So has that ever been just like a struggle for you? Just like really believing that to be true for yourself? Um, yes. Yeah. Yes, so like definitely. Um, what does that look like for you? Um, starting from middle school, I was kind of a late bloomer, uh, and we also grew up in Houston, Texas. It's kind of, people call it a melting pot, so there's all kinds of different people. Um, I grew up in a middle school that was, the majority was Hispanic, so I kind of stood out a lot, (laughs) and I didn't see many girls like me. Most of my friends didn't look like me, and I was trying so hard to fit in when now I realize God didn't want me to. <laughs> he wanted me to stand out. Um, but at that time, I was just, I just had this really almost a desperate need to be accepted. And I was willing to to dress a certain way, talk a certain way, just act out of my character just so I could fit in. And it wasn't any fault of my parents or anything. It was just really, it was just my sinful nature, I guess, just me just wanting to to fit in. You know, as a teen, a young adult, everybody goes through phases and stages like that where you're just like, yeah, you just, you're just trying really hard to meet this need that's deep inside of you that only God can fill, but you don't really know because you're trying to find yourself and all this silly stuff. But um, yeah, I was I was growing up and just going to all the wrong things like magazines and movies and books to figure out, well, who am I supposed to be? Who am I? And at this age, what am I supposed to be doing and who am I supposed to be with and how am I supposed to be dressing and just just searching for all those things and acceptance and direction and identity even and all of these things that were just not from God and I wasn't going to God for my purpose or my identity. I was just going to all these other things. And um yeah, I mean my parents they told they told me I was beautiful, they told me I was smart, all the things that a parent is supposed to tell your child, but yet I was still searching. Mm-hmm. Um so but now as an adult and God is still working on me with this and as an adult, I know my identity is in Christ. I know that I can find truth in his word and not in the world. And yeah, it's definitely God that's been helping me through it. <laughs> yeah, totally. So 
what are some like even today like things that just like kind of trigger you back to like that old just habit of like you know not having your identity in Christ and maybe in what others think of you or you know yeah definitely social media okay. social media <laughs> is a trigger if I'm scrolling for too long and I see oh well look at her how come she's got this or how come she looks like that and I don't look like that or man, I wish I was this or that. And just being on social media too long just yeah. has, it really just takes a toll on, on my, on my soul. No, <laughs> so totally. That or <laughs> commercials on TV, like <laughs> my, we were watching TV just the other night and they're promoting something like a fitness something and my husband was like, you're making my wife feel bad. And he had to change the channel. Like, I, yeah. I was just like, oh, I didn't work out today, you know, and I just started feeling just bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, commercials or you're waiting in line at the grocery store and there's a magazine and six pack abs. And it's like, oh, I don't have that, you know, <laughs> like, so I got to really fix my eyes and on the right things. And of course, if I'm not taking care of myself, I like to, I like to exercise. I like to move my body um, nowadays. Anyway, I wasn't always like that, but exercising helps me a lot. Just the endorphins that I get and after I, I have a good workout or just going for a walk, being outside, like things like that. If I'm not doing those things, then I just, it triggers this just insecurity in me and makes me just feel bad about myself. So things like that. Yeah, totally. So how do you lean into the Lord when like you start to have those feelings creep up? Um, like, do you prayer. have a go-to like prayer? Yeah. Prayers or scriptures, yes. like what works for you when you're in that just muck, you know? Yeah, definitely prayer. Prayer. Um, the Bible says pray without ceasing. That means at mm -hmm. all times, like don't feel like, well, I can only pray in the morning because that's when the Lord hears me. Like, no, you, you need to pray. You need to stay prayed up all day <laughs> because unfortunately uh, we're not battling physical war here. Like this is a spiritual battle that we are constantly facing constantly. Like I'm not trying to be creepy or anything, but the devil does not take a break. Like he is constantly prowling like a lion, the word of God says. So we need to be constantly praying. Um, also, um, speak life. Like I, I had a problem for a long time, just speaking death over myself, just like I'm I'm never going to do this. And I'm always like that. And why can't I get this right? And I'll never do da, 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 da. Like we need to just, we need to speak life. We need to speak life over ourselves. And um, one, the best way that I find to speak life is knowing the word of God. We have to mm -hmm. know the word of God. And this is something that I'm still, I'm doing myself and I don't do it perfectly. And unfortunately, <laughs> Uh, but I try to get in the word in the morning before my day gets crazy. And um, I mean, the word of God in Romans 12, too, it says that we need to renew our minds um, 
It says, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. We have to change the way we think, which means we have to fix our thoughts on things above whatever is holy and and true and righteous, you know, and good. Those things we need to fix our minds on. Um, so making sure you know scripture. Uh, worship. I, I love worship. If you, mm. you know, can turn on some worship music, it gets your mind right. I like to do that when I'm getting ready in the beginning of the day. Just turn on some worship music and just let it play while you're getting ready. And you're, you're meditating on the words and it just kind of sets the tone for your day. Yeah. Um, and now they have even such amazing, um, like the verses project. Have you ever heard of that? Ooh, no. What's that? So they have, it's on my, um, my Amazon music and uh-huh. it's, um, it's like literally just scripture put to song and mm. I love it so much. And it's like, like you said, just p- knowing the word of God, right? Like it just helps me cause I'm very, I love to sing as well. Um, but like, that's just. one of the ways that I've loved like learning, memorizing scripture is by using that. So you should for sure check that out. Yes. Probably love it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, just like we learned our ABCs by song. I mean, Mm -hmm. we learn. And it's beautiful music too. Like very like indie, like just Mm -hmm. solid music. Not just, you know, sometimes it can be kind of kiddie when you're thinking about, you know, songs in scripture, but like, it's like good music. Okay, sure. the versus project. The versus project. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, worship, prayer, um, guard. Um, yeah, the truths found in scripture. You need to guard your heart. Pray for God to guard your heart, guard your mind, um, and also taking your thoughts captive. Like mm-hmm. you should know right away when a thought is not from God. Like if. If it's a demeaning thought or a thought that just, it's like, ooh, you you are looking, you know, just, just something that's negative, super negative, and it makes you feel just bad, then you should think, like, well, hold on, that's not my God. My God, my Heavenly Father would not talk to me like that. So you need to say, okay, no, I'm taking that thought captive, and I'm rejecting that. That's not from God. That must be the enemy. So you got to think about what you're thinking about and it was like kind of like kind of eerie to think that the enemy because this all of this your mind is a battlefield that's just open and yeah. if you're washing dishes or you're folding your laundry and you're not thinking about anything the enemy will take advantage of that thing like so quick yeah so we need to guard our minds and Take those negative thoughts captive and submit them to Christ is what the word says. So, yeah, make sure you're thinking about what you're thinking about. Um, Yeah, that's. I love that. And I love that you talked about knowing the word of God. And then you also kind of when you when you said that, um, like you have to know when you're thinking something that's not of God. And the only way you can do that is if you know the word of God, right? So it's like they both go together. Like you have to know the truth to be able to know if you're hearing what's not true. 
if that makes sense, you know? Yes, yes. So it's like a twofold thing. Yeah, and you, I mean, someone may think like, oh, well, what if I don't know the word of God? Well, um, you can also, besides getting into it yourself, getting into the word yourself, call a godly friend, you know, if you call, you know, sister so-and-so or or whoever you know for sure is a god a god fearing woman or or a sibling or someone in your life and like right now it's my husband or a very close friend and I'll call him and ask him if he's free and just be like hey I need you to speak some truth into me cuz I'm feeling like I'm hearing these lies and I need you to confirm that the confirm with me be in agreement with me that those right. are lies right and he'll be like, yeah, no, that's a lie. That's a yes. straight up lie. Yeah. So it's good. <laughs> it's good to have a godly friend that knows the word of God, who knows you, somebody that you can trust that'll be fighting in prayer with you and mm-hmm. also fighting for your mind with you, which yes. I don't know, it sounds kind of like what, but no, yes. it's so true. It's so true. Yes. And then godly um God-centered podcasts like <laughs> like yours, and um, I listen to so many different ones as well. So instead of you know, if you work from home or you you're I don't know, just whatever, working out or whatever, put on a podcast, you know, and something that's gonna feed your your soul in in a good way and not just foolishness, because I right. don't know words are so powerful, and it's what I've been really learning lately is that we just need to be careful with what we're letting come in to our ears and what we're meditating on in our minds. But yeah. That song that made me think of um, Ellie Holcomb. She has that song. um, uh, May the, what did she say? May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be, it's a a verse, but she put it to song, be acceptable Uh in your sight. Lord, my God and my redeemer or whatever, but, um, just, I don't know. That just made me think of that when you said that. Yes. Meditating on, you know, the truth and that they be like what I'm believing and thinking in my head and heart that it's acceptable and, and, and right and true. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so wrapping this back to like, so we as moms, right? Like we're, we're grown, (laughs) grown-ish I always I'm like I'm grown but I feel <laughs> like grown. there are more grown than I am right yeah. <laughs> like but like our kids right like if we're struggling with these things as adults how are we helping our kids with navigating like this positive self-esteem and knowing that you know that their identity is in Christ and that it's important to stay in prayer and knowing the word of God, like, how are we training our kids up in this? You know? Yes. Um, Excuse me. This is, that's something that the Lord is still helping me with right now. I wish that I could say that, Oh yeah, girl, I got that down, but I don't, I don't. Um, We are all learning, right? We are all learning. (laughs) And I desperately don't want to pass on my insecurities to my boys. And I was telling a friend that at first I thought, oh, I got it. I got it easy. I didn't. The Lord did not give me girls. And he knew what he was doing because I would just pass on my my chains to these girls, um, these chains of bondage. But I could easily pass them on to my boys, you know, if I'm being insecure and 
and they see how I react when my husband gives me a compliment that makes them think like, oh, is this how a godly woman reacts? Okay, good to know. That's how I need, you know, like these are things that they need to, I need to be careful of how I react around them when my husband gives me a compliment or how I serve my husband and how I serve them. But um, yeah, I try to just, if the Lord gives me a word that encourages me, I try to share it with them in a way that they can understand, which is why I need to be prayed up and in the word constantly spending, you know, time with God so he can pour into me and I can pour it into them. And um, I just pray that the gaps that I leave, that the Lord will just pour, pour his spirit, pour whatever into those gaps and just fill them up, you know, cause there's probably a lot of them, <laughs> but um, I know that he can redeem all the mistakes that, that I make and he can use it. And um, for that, I'm super thankful, but just words of affirmation. I try to just speak life over them. I have a, a bad habit of pointing out imperfections mm. in them because I see the imperfections in me and, and I try so hard to get them to be this perfect child that they it's just a lot of pressure on them mm -hmm. that the Lord is helping me not to do, but, um, yeah, I try to, I try to just pay attention to them when they speak to me and make sure that they know that they are, they're valued and that they're important and what they have to say matters to me. And, um, telling them that they were created for God's glory. Like if they say like, mom, I, I'm on this level on my math game and I'm ahead of the whole class and I got to, I don't want them to boast and brag. I want them to be confident, but I don't want them to be like, you know, like yeah. too cocky, like, oh, look what I can do. So I'm, I'm not trying to shut it down, but I'm just like, okay, well, remember where your help comes from and who made you that way? Well, God, but, but yeah, I can do this and that. I'm like, well, yeah, but let's bring it on back. Like God made you that way because he has a specific plan and purpose for you to fulfill. So don't forget that. Like, but yeah, you're great. Like, I don't know. It's, I try, I just try to speak <laughs> life and affirmation on them uh, because it's something that's my love language anyway. And I just, I pray we got to stay just prayed up and that God would just show us how to love our children the way they need to be loved. That's, that's a prayer that I pray that God would just show me how I can love them the way that they need it. Yes. All of that. No, but it stuck out to me earlier when you said that, you know, this was something that you has, have always struggled with mm -hmm. um, ever since you were young. And you said, but my mom and dad, they always said I'm beautiful. They, you know, they always encouraged me. Yes. And that just really stuck out to me because it's like, I've always said, I think there's a tension, right? When I start a podcast like this, where it's like, well, we can do all of these things, right? Like I'm going to do this and yes. this, and this and this, and then they're going to be fine. Right. Like right. that's your hope. But it's like, but really like God is the ultimate one that decides their trajectory. Right. So like yes. their, their path is long and windy and it's going to, you know, ebb and flow. And, and like, we don't control their faith journey journey, but we have a, like, we don't have it, but we have a part in it. Right. Like he mm -hmm. gives us a role and, um, 
but it just made me think that like I think so often I know I can as a mom think well if I just tell her they're beautiful and I you know do x y and z then they're not going to have these struggles but it's right. like and they be still enough. right but they and you still did mm-hmm. for whatever reason and you know what I'm saying but it's like because you're own, you're your own person and I think sometimes as moms we for, we can forget that like or I know I can, like, I think, well, if I just can do these things and do it perfectly, then they're going to be fine. Right. Right. They're not going to have these struggles. They're not going to do the things I did. They're not going to have these big hurts, but it's like, sometimes those hurts are like what made you who you are. Right. Like if you had not had that hurt, you wouldn't have this business. You wouldn't be speaking into these women's lives. You wouldn't have the story that you have and the faith that you have even maybe. Mm-hmm. So it just convicted me when you said that, that like I have to watch, you know, how I, what I believe is my role always. And I, not to say that I still shouldn't do those things because they are good. And I know God, you know, we have a role in it, but mm-hmm. we're not the only part of that story. Like God is the part and we just right. have a hand in it, you know? Right. So, um, I love too when you were talking about you kind of had three big things. You said, you know, I, ha- I that my identity is in Christ. That we have to stay in prayer and that prayer without ceasing. And it was like making me think about like I I try to teach that with my girls. Right. I think mm-hmm. we we want to, and I will one day with Isaac. He's still a baby, but um, you know, like we always, you know like we're going to pray breakfast or we're going to pray before school and we're going to pray before dinner and then bedtime or whatever. But like, I always think we teach kids and I think even as adults, we, we don't necessarily, everybody doesn't always necessarily remember that. Like, like you said, it's without ceasing, right? Like our prayer isn't a like, dear God, the end, like, amen. It's a constant throughout the day. And I know Mm -hmm. Ivy and I just had that conversation a while ago where it's like when you say amen like the end like that doesn't mean that you stop talking to God you know like you can talk to God all day long it doesn't have to be this big formal I'm going to close my eyes and bow my head prayer and I think we as parents like I know I've and even in children's ministry like how do we that's like an intentional conversation I think we have to have with our kids because otherwise they do believe it is just this you know, moment in time. And then I go about my day, you know? Yeah. And that's something I had to learn too. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's something that the kids just learn or they think, I don't know why they think that, but yeah, Yeah. as an adult, I didn't really get it until I was an adult. Like, you mean I need to be praying all the time? Yes. Cause the Holy Spirit is in you all the time. God is in you all the time. So why not? involve him in every single thing like we've we've in and out of prayer throughout the day because he's listening the whole time like yeah yeah and it's just modeling that right so it's like whenever mm-hmm. I'm like having those like in a conversation or something like something's happening where it's like I'm I'm internally having a conversation with God like I'm trying to be more vocal with that, right? Mm-hmm. With the kids so that they see that it's not this, you know, now I'm going to sit down and now we're going to pray. Like it's mm-hmm. just this conversation. So maybe the more we can model that out loud, yeah, that it won't seem so not rigid, but like 
formal, like I have to sit down and now we're, now we're praying. I don't know. Uh -huh. I think, I don't know. That's good. It's good for them to see, to hear. Cause yeah, we're, we're an example to them. They'll remember those things as they get yeah. older. Like I used to hear mom praying out loud all the time, like, and then they'll probably hopefully do it too. And learn that God is always listening. Yes, yeah. he is. That's a and good I always, lesson for them to learn. Oh, for sure. And I always tell people too, like, I think parents who hear this with kids that are a little older that maybe haven't started this from mm -hmm. the get go. It's like, well, how do I even begin this? Right? Like my kids are going to look at me like I have like three eyes gray out of the top of my head, you know, mm -hmm. like if I start praying out loud randomly, but it's like, I always try to encourage them that like, it may feel weird for a season, but then it won't, you know, like yeah. it's still, it's just so important that you have to just like walk through the weird, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Cause like they need to hear it and they need to see you doing it and living it. Right. So yes. like if you're going to start reading your Bible today for the first time and your kids are in high school, that like, don't go and sit in your room with the door closed and read your Bible. Go sit out on the couch where they can see you and be like, mom, what the, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and yes. just make it weird for a minute. But the more that it happens, <laughs> it won't be weird anymore. You know, right. Cause like when I started this stuff with Ivy, like we didn't start when she was like, I mean, we, we constantly read the Bible to her and things like that. But like, as far as like intentional spiritual conversations and like mm -hmm. prayer over not just bedtime, but like about life and mm -hmm. our, you know, like she was a little bit older. So it took a minute for me to be like, okay, this is how, we're, this is how we're going to talk as a family forever now. Like, yes. and it's just, you know, <laughs> like now. starting today. Right. And so uh, she was probably, I don't know. I'm, I keep looking over here, like Chet can hear me. He's not going to answer me. I'm like, what do you think? Uh, I don't know how old she was when we started like really very intentionally kind of doing this, but it wasn't right off the bat. And it was kind of like, mm -hmm. how do you do that? Like you just kind of, you just do it. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, you just, just start. figure it out and you just start. But it's so important that you just got to start, you know? Yes. And I think I read or I heard somewhere that when you're studying your Bible, it's good to have a physical one out instead of your phone. Yeah. So your kids don't just think, oh, that's mom on that Instagram again, you know, but it's <laughs> like, no, I'm reading my Bible. I promise, you know, like, yes. have a Bible. So I've, I've gotten mine out and it's, you know, it's a version I understand and I have it out with a study I'm doing so they can see that's what I'm doing. Like, I'm not just playing around. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. They need to see it. Totally. And then that, that last, that third one, you, you kind of talked through. So identity in Christ, saying in prayer, and then knowing the word of God. Mm -hmm. I mean, our kids, that's important for them too, you know? Yes. So like, how do you, how do you go about doing that with your kids? Like teaching them the word of God? <laughs> um, we, we do go to church and they have, um, my 10 year old has his 10 year old class and I have, or my six year old has his class for his age. And sometimes I serve there. So I help with the lesson and, um, usually it's well, wherever we're at, if we're driving 
in the car and the Lord, we're talking about something and the Lord brings a scripture to my mind and I'll talk to them about it. But it's, unfortunately, we don't have like a set, like, okay, guys, right now we're going to sit down. We're going to do this. Like during, um, I want to say during the summer or when we were doing digital learning in the beginning, we had our own schedule set and we were like, okay, we have this devotional time. We have, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it was hard, you know, because they don't want to sit and be still. And so I would recommend if you have, you know, certain ages, like, okay, we'll have the 10-year-old. I'll sit one-on-one with him. And then I'll sit one-on-one with the six-year-old and do that with him. But mm-hmm. right now we're, we don't have like a, a routine or anything going like that. It's, yeah. it's just church and then their little lesson review that gets sent home and we'll go over that and I have it at the table so I can see it all the time and reach for it whenever I want to go over the lesson from last Sunday with my my little one and then oh but like shout out to that I used to help write the curriculum I stepped down just because it got too crazy for my life and with all these kids but yes man like Shout out to you for like reviewing the lesson from the week because those little pamphlets have a purpose. They're not just for your gum at the end of the service. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out out to God because I don't always do it. Okay. (laughs) But like, it's so, there's, that's smart though. And I'm, I'm really like, I'm particular. I like things in a certain spot in my house and, so when I see this on the table, I know this is not supposed to be here. And I want to take it and throw it away. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, that's what it is. Like, oh, yeah. well, we're going to do this, guys. <laughs> so it's good if it's right there and yeah. I'm kind of like forced to, to deal with it. Okay. Yeah, no. And I know it like with our church right now, with COVID, they're, uh, they haven't been handing those out, but uh, oh. like on a regular basis. But I still think like, they're doing the activities like so you can if the if the activity is about whatever like go look up that bible verse go talk about that throughout the week you know like you can yes. still do it even if you don't have like the you know the little uh-huh. camp or whatever the devo they usually call them but um yeah so that's like a great tool I know for us like I have a little cabinet of books I'm like a book freak I guess that's just the teacher in me and so we have, and the girls will, for breakfast, they'll um, just go pick one of those books out and read through it in the morning while they're eating their breakfast with Chet, mm-hmm. like nursing Isaac and getting ready and, and all of that. And sometimes I'll be out on the couch and doing mine, but that's usually their like Bible time. But it's just nice because it's like, it's not like a, like a kid's Bible, but they're just stories about the Bible that are interactive. They're fun for them to read. They're sweet pictures that they can flip through independently. So Chet can do his Bible time and I can have mine. Yeah. And it's still like engaging them, you know, I don't know. That's it. We're trying to somehow create a rhythm of like, like you said, like how it's hard. It's hard for us as adults to get in and to keep a rhythm of, you know, being in the word in the mornings before our day. So I'm like, maybe if we try to start somehow a little bit doing that with them, that that could 
just become part of their normal. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Some days are better than others. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it's not about a check a box, right? It's not about yeah. that. It's just being with God. And yes. how that has to look that day, if it, if it's just a prayer on the way to work, yeah. audio Bible over lunch, like however right. it, it works, just and being that's with really God. convicting what you said that it's it's not about checking a box because my personality type I tend to do that like okay time with God check let's go like like mm-hmm. I'm I'm ready to hit the ground running in the mornings I'm a morning person. I know mentally, this is my list of things I got to get done. Meeting with God is on top, but if it takes too long, got to cut it short, got to move on. Like, I feel like, and I don't like feeling that way, but that's, that's, that is just my personality. But yeah, I, I like that you said it doesn't have to look like a certain way. It doesn't have to be perfect and tidy and with the bow and in the lines and all that. Like, if it's just a prayer on the way, it doesn't wherever you got to go or you know, yeah. some time of worship. If you didn't get that Devo done, you didn't answer all the questions. That's okay. Like you're still yeah. loved. Sometimes I have to tell myself that like, you're not earning his favor. Like you're, he's still with you, even if yeah. you didn't get it done. And I have to, I even ask my husband that sometimes like he, he's still for me. Right. Like, even though I didn't finish the devotional, like, yeah. yes, he is. He loves you regardless. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're right. You're right. Like, I, you have to, I have to tell myself that sometimes because sometimes mm-hmm. I'm still in this earning, like, works. I got to work to earn it. I got to, I got to be accepted, but I'm already accepted. And right. that's something that I, yeah, I feel passionate about reminding other women because some women are like me and, or they don't even know. So yeah. I don't know. Somebody always needs to know that, that they're accepted already. They don't have to earn God's love. They're already accepted the way they are. Yeah. And how amazing that you get to tell other women about that and that your kids are watching you do that because there's no better way to disciple your family and for your kid to witness to your kids than them watching you like live it out for real, you know? Yeah. So hopefully those little seeds you just are planting are just growing into this just like beautiful relationship with God in their hearts, you know? I really, really hope. That's my hope and prayer. Yes. Yeah. Last words of wisdom for all the moms that are listening before we pray. I often, I do often feel this mom guilt when I'm, when I'm working and I don't know if this is some, if you're doing something that God has called you to do, um, I don't know. He's going to give you the grace that you need to do that good work and to do the good work of raising your kids. Like he's, he's going to help you. And you're something that my husband often tells me is you're a good mom. And me, I don't, I don't think so. So it's, mm-hmm. it's good to hear it from someone else and whoever needs to hear it, you are a good mom and mm-hmm. God knows you're doing the best that you can with what you got, you know, and yeah. he can use it for his glory and for mm-hmm. the good of those kids. So don't beat yourself up so much and go easy on yourself. Yeah. You're a good mom. I love it. Everybody needs to hear that. Like you said, yes. it's so true. 
So will you pray for all the moms that are listening? Yes. Yes, I will. Lord, I thank you again for being with us. And I thank you for this good conversation. Father, I I just thank you for the opportunity to encourage women. Uh, thank you for using me and Aaron in this cool way uh, for such a time as this. And Lord, I just, I pray that um, the women listening, that you put on their hearts and minds uh, a godly friend that they can go to when they need truth. I pray that you give them a desire to read your word, to listen to your word, to worship you um, in spirit and in truth. God, I, I just pray that you help them to, to just steal away moments during their day to be with you. I, I just pray that they don't see it as a waste of time or just checking a box, but that they genuinely desire to spend time with you. God, please just, I don't know, soften their hearts towards you and give them a desire to know you better, to know what your word says. Um, I don't know. And please show them that you love them. And God, throughout the day, I pray that you just show them little ways that you care and that you see them and that you're listening and just encourage the women um, that listen to this, Father. I just thank you for being so good to us. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.